where do I have aversions in terms of people, places, things, and ideas, and how would it benefit me? How would it serve me? How would that be something that will help me get to the next level if I was to get around the opposite of myself? And be humble enough to know that you're not the best at everything because no one is. And that you do have weaknesses because you have strengths. And yeah, double down on your strengths, but you better be also aware of your weaknesses. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was number 911, last week's live podcast, Dialing In Your Fitness Habits. Today, for episode number 912, sometimes what you need most is what you want least. That is a tongue twister of an intro. You Hopefully did well you with are, it. Excuse me? You did well with it. I appreciate that very much. Hopefully you are having a wonderful Wednesday. Somebody reached out to me the other day and that's what the inspiration behind this episode comes from. This person is somebody who is very spiritual, goes a lot with intuition and kind of, I don't want to say goes with the flow, but goes with what they feel they should be doing. And I love that. I have nothing against that. I think that serves people. But I also think that somebody who is very spiritual, go with the flow, go with intuition, go with what I feel like I should be doing, would benefit very highly from the opposite of that, which is oftentimes the thing that we run from. I think somebody like that would do really, really well with having an operator, somebody who is very consistent, somebody who is very logical, somebody who is very... Uh, future focused in their corner. And that's where the idea for this episode came from. There's there's a lot of people out there, myself included and Alan included on this back end, and, and we'll get into that. We're not attracted to what we need usually. We're not necessarily attracted to what would benefit us the most, whether that's in a coaching scenario or a business partner scenario. And also oftentimes you can find that in a, an intimate relationship scenario also. But I remember Alan and I went to California a couple of years ago for a Brendan Burchard event. And I did all of the logistics in terms of the flights, the rental hotels and airbnbs and then figuring out okay we have to leave here at this time to get to where we want to go we went from los angeles to san diego which i think was like a three-hour drive or something like that but alan booked all of our guest interviews so we interviewed kim and spike spencer anthony trucks we did a bunch who else did we interview do we inter- dave, dave dr nikki dr nikki yeah Brand. so we Brand. We did a bunch of different brand. We did a bunch of different interviews where we were out there. Now, okay, I'm really good with logistics. Alan's really good at setting up interviews and making connections with people and having conversations with people and getting things across the finish line. There's so many 
scheduling conflicts when it comes to something like that. We're only there for five days and we're trying to do six different interviews. Now, believe it or not, I needed Alan in that scenario because my natural tendency when I'm traveling is not to take on more work. My natural tendency is to get get done with what we're there for and then seek solitude and comfort. Alan was thinking of future. He was thinking, well, while we're out there, we can record five or six episodes in person. They'll do better because they're in person and they're with guests that we have interviewed before and we have the likelihood of getting invited to where they live or they can come to our hotel, whatever it may be. My strength is not Alan's strength and Alan's strength often is not mine either. And, And that's the beauty of not being... I'll say this, not having an aversion to the opposite of you. Alan and I are very, very different in many, many, many regards. Because of that, we're having success that we probably wouldn't have separately. We're going to have more success together because I fill in a lot of Alan's weaknesses and he fills in a lot of mine. So imagine having mirrors in your life that show you your blind spots. I think a lot of us have mirrors in our lives that show us what we're doing really well at. If you have a lot of people in your life who are very similar to you, then you're going to get complimented a lot on what you're doing really well, where if you have somebody who's the opposite of you, you're going to realize, oh, you know what? I never thought of things that way. Oh, I could be doing things a little bit differently. It's going to help you get to the next level in your life because you're going to have different mirrors, different perspectives. At the end of this episode, I want you to think to yourself, where do I have aversions in terms of people, places, things, and ideas, and how would it benefit me? How would it serve me? How would that be something that will help me get to the next level if I was to get around the opposite of myself or get around something that I have an aversion to? I think we do. I think we naturally have aversions to what we are not. We're afraid to be found out. We're afraid to have somebody throw an alternate opinion on us. And I know for Alan and I, we're very blessed because we've been able to connect, but I don't think we come together in the average scenario and stay together for as long as we have as business partners. The whole is only greater than the sum of its parts if you have complementary skill sets that you can help each other with. Every strength comes with a weakness, every single one. If you are super, super optimistic and confident, you probably sometimes struggle with being arrogant and taking on more than you can handle. If you are super, super pessimistic and struggle with self-confidence, you probably always take on less and you can handle that amount, but you probably aren't stretching as much as you could, right? My tendency is to overstretch. Kevin's tendency used to be to understretch. So there's an optimal stopping problem with all of this. And and what I mean by optimal is if you are with people who compliment you, not compliment you in the sense of like, hey, you look nice today, but compliment your weaknesses. So Kevin used to think very, very short term. I used to think only long term. So together we think both short and long term, which are super connected, right? Some people only stay in the now. Other people only think about the future. And it's really important to do both simultaneously. And very few people are truly magnificent at both. It's very, very difficult. And there's a lot of science that goes into this. So you've probably heard of the left and right hemispheres of the brain. And so we're all righty or lefty. Every single person out there has a stronger arm, a right arm or a left arm. The same goes for your brain. The left brain is very rational, is very forward thinking, is very logical, is very mathematical, is very calculating. 
the right brain is very creative and intuitive and warm and loving and, and relationships. The left brain is good at putting things into buckets, persons, places, things, and ideas, and separating things into formulas. The right brain is very good at connecting the dots. It's very good at art. So think about science on the left, art on the right. Obviously, that's a gross over-exaggeration of what they are, oversimplification, I should say, but that's the good way to think about it. Science and art. Artists on the right brain, you know, uh, scientists on the left brain. So if you're out there and you're, you know, more spiritual and more creative and more loving and more intuitive and more artsy, then you're probably a right-brained person and your relationships in your life are probably fulfilled. Okay. If you're a left brain person and you're extremely logical and you're a chess player and a scientist and you're always experimenting and you're calculating future potentialities, you're most likely successful, but your relationships suffer. And so health, wealth, and love, holistic self-improvement, you have to understand what you are avoiding. So I have a story about Kev. So Kev, when we first met, told himself a story that he hates math that he doesn't like numbers, that he's not good at math, which actually is fascinating because you're actually pretty good at math. You and I have done some algorithms and spreadsheet stuff behind the scenes where you blew my mind with what you came up with. You're like, and it like ended up working. And so you told yourself the story that you hate math and that you're not good at it. So naturally you avoid math and then you don't get all the benefits that come from knowing math. If you want to be wealthy and you don't know math, you're in trouble, right? Math is... is such a big part of this universe. All of life is math. And if you have this story that you've told yourself that you hate math or that you're not good at it, what are the chances you're going to go master it? What are the chances you're going to surround yourself with other people that are math-oriented? Next Level Nation, I know many of you out there probably don't feel super supported. You probably feel alone and you don't feel like you're gonna be successful. And what's worse is even if you do find success, you're probably going to be celebrating by yourself. What if you're just in the wrong rooms? I remember the first live event I went to, for the first time in my life, I finally felt like I fit in. I felt like I was valued for the person that I wanted to be, and big dreams were not only okay, but they were par for the course. That live event changed my life more than anything. And I was so afraid to go, but Alan convinced me to go, and since I had somebody to go with, it was much, much easier. Next Level Live is March 26th in Worcester, Mass. If you're scared to come alone, bring a friend. We're giving away five free tickets, but we're only giving them away to our local listeners. We want to meet each and every one of you. Make sure you get a free ticket while you can, because when they're gone, they're gone. It is first come, first serve. Click the link in the show notes. It'll take you to the landing page. Put quantity to, grab a friend, and put promo code local listener. It will make checkout $0. Get your ticket as soon as possible. Again, first come, first serve. And local listener, you can copy and paste from the show notes. For me, I had the opposite story. I had the story of I love math and I'm so good at math. And so naturally, I attracted more people who love math. I took more classes that were math-oriented. I ended up an engineer, and I ended up around a bunch of other engineers that were all very, very successful, but many of them struggle in their relationships. And so Kevin and I come together and the the ships in the same harbor rise with the tide and we rose together and he helped me with relationships and vulnerability and emotional intelligence and relationship building and I helped him with success and with science and with numbers and with math and with algorithmic thinking. So we took each other's strengths and shared them 
And then we brought up each other's weaknesses. And now Kevin loves math. And Kevin has very, very large financial goals. And now he's the CFO of our business. And math is exactly what he always needed. He always wanted to be financially wealthy and successful, but he didn't know that math was connected to that until I came into the picture. Just like I always wanted a magnificent relationship, but I didn't know that vulnerability was the key component to make a a magnificent relationship work. And so now here he is, super confident, but not confident based on delusion, but based on math. Kevin knows every number of our business. He knows exactly how many listens we have. He knows the exact growth rate of the listens. He knows exactly how much revenue we've made in the last month, two months, last quarter, last year. He knows how much we're projected for over the next 12 months. So when Kevin is more confident now, it's not because he just built that confidence out of thin air. It's because it's calculated. We're not hoping we're going to succeed. It's actually a calculation. It's a mathematical certainty. And of course, there's possibilities for it to go up and down. But at the end of the day... We're not going to be shocked when things work out the way they do because we're calculating it. We're projecting it. It's a science. But yet when we jump on these mics, it's also free-flowing. It's creative. It's art in many ways. It's a performance in some capacities, right? So art and science, logic and emotion, left and right hemisphere, strengths and weaknesses, we all have them. We're all righty or lefty. The question is, are you willing to be around someone And be humble enough to know that you're not the best at everything because no one is. And that you do have weaknesses because you have strengths. And yeah, double down on your strengths, but you better be also aware of your weaknesses and have people that have complementary skills that can compensate for that. Alan, what is something that you need the most that you want the least right now? Because I think it's always a a sliding scale, right? It's always something. Uh, I think what we talked about earlier in the sense of I think that my awareness, I guess what I'm capable of is not what other people perceive me as. And so one of the things that is a blind spot for me is I think so long term that sometimes I take hits in the short term when it comes to credibility. So I'll give you a a tangible example. So I drive a 2008 um, Subaru Legacy that is not a really nice car. I, I you know, I bought it for $4,500 a couple years ago and we're doing very well now in business. But if you saw me pull up in my Subaru legacy from 2008, you wouldn't assume I'm extraordinary at wealth creation, even though it's fascinating because the fact that I'm driving a cheaper car and investing my money back in this business is actually why we'll be more successful, but it's a perception hit. So, so one of my strengths, which is long-term thinking comes with that weakness of, other people don't know why I'm driving that car, right? What about you? Um, what do I need most that I want least? We had a we had a conversation. We'll have to do an episode on this at some point. But we had a conversation last week about how we made a gr- really good amount of money in two months, and Alan and I both kind of took our foot off the gas a little bit. So <laughs> I need that scarcity. We, you and I talked about that. Like we have to, we have to keep playing like we're losing forever if we really want to have the level of impact. But I, it sucks to have to play like that. You know, it, it sucks to when you can feel a little bit of comfort. It sucks to have to put yourself back into discomfort. But that's what we need to have the level of success that we want. And me particularly, yeah. As much as that sucks to say, same. 
by the way. It's interesting. So Kevin and I, uh, we did really well. Now remember, this is gross revenue, but we grossed over $80,000 in less than three months, which for us Very was good. really good. We paid off a lot of debts and it was wonderful, wonderful. But both him and I t- stepped off the gas just a little bit. <laughs> and you you really do not want to do that with an exponentially growing global organization. So that's just, a, that's an episode for another time. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, I'm, and I think the thing too is I'm grateful we can share our Jeffings you know, I, I think that's it. That's I've been saying that for a long time is one of the wonderful things about the family, the NLU family growing with us and we're all growing together is as we make mistakes and as we learn stuff through the business and through client stuff, we'll be open and honest and sharing that so you can avoid that. I mean, when you have the highest month you've ever had, don't take your foot off the gas because you're not going to have another high month the next month. It won't be the, <laughs> you won't have the two highest months you've ever had back to back if you take your foot off the gas. That is the lesson for this episode. We've proven that at least once. Yes, at least least once. (laughs) Maybe 2022 is not going as well as you'd hoped. Maybe you need to shake things up. Maybe you need to change. Maybe you aren't local to the New England area, so you can't come to Next Level Live. We also have group coaching opening on April 19th. Again, it's it's going to get you on a team of like-minded people and it's going to hold you accountable. We say right out of the gate, listen, everyone in group coaching tracks their habits. Everyone in group coaching doesn't move from six habits to nine habits and then nine to 12 unless we all hold each other accountable. Right now, group five is called Legacy by Design and every single day that WhatsApp group is on fire, motivating the hell out of each other. Maybe you're not being consistent lately. Maybe you're not keeping the promises you make to yourself. Maybe you do more for others than you do for yourself. Many people in this community are like that. Group coaching is going to flip that on its head. When you're on a team of like-minded individuals, you'll do more for them then you'll do for yourself, but it's also for yourself because the habits are for you. Group coaching, it's $75 to lock your spot. It opens on April 19th. If for whatever reason you miss a session, we record them and we put them in a private Google Drive folder only with the emails of the people who signed up so it's completely private. It always will be. There's six sessions, full hours long with Kevin and myself. The curriculum is extraordinary. We have a new assistant coach. His name is Greg. He's going to help you every single step of the way in WhatsApp. Group coaching is extraordinary. It is the best, most well-polished product we have. Join group coaching. I promise you, you will not regret it. And if you DM me or Kevin, we will send you Instagram handles of people who have been in group coaching. If you have any questions for them, they'll tell you exactly what their experience was. And I guarantee you, they're going to tell you, I'm so glad that I did it. It's only $75 for the first month to lock your spot. And then it's $75 a month for six months. Link is in the show notes. We hope to see you in group six. We do. Tomorrow. For episode number 913, it is last week's live Q&A from our live podcast, Why Do a Lot of Successful Entrepreneurs Disregard Fitness? That is something that Alan and I have seen time and time again, and that is one of the reasons we are focused on holistic self-improvement, life, love, health, and wealth. That was a wonderful question and a wonderful Q&A overall. As always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you, and at NLU. We do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at Lazarus 88 Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.